Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. What do you think happened? I woke up, took the belt off my neck, got in my car, and got the hell out of there. On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Hall of Famer Whitey Ford now on the field, pleading with the crowd for, for some kind of sanity. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, too early for flapjacks? <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So, let's go ahead and start where you always start. Dr. Scientist. What have you been playing? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? What have you been writing? What have you been reading? What's going on with you? Not much. Oh. Still watching RPG Limit Break. You'll or always RPG be Limit Break. That. Man, you were crushing it. Dude, I just put it on when I drive. I just listen to people play it. <laughs> I, I put watch it, on the, it while I, I put it. I put it in the background. You know. Okay. Quick question. No. Uh, Are you fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening. Good question. You're listening Good question. to it as you. Dr- I think that's fair. You're I don't know what else to do when I drive anymore. I'm so bored. I just like all right. I'll just put on. So bored of all the music you love. Yeah. <laughs> I only listen to the new Taylor Swift album so many times. <laughs> serious here, folks. Oh, of course I am. It's a banger. I know it is. It really is. Looking for new music takes an effort. Yeah, it you, does. It does, and you can't do it while you drive. Exactly. Yeah, you're, it's so passive. Like you can't do it while you drive. Yeah, you're right. I get it. Why not? What? <laughs> the only bands that I have re- like discovered, and there's been like five in the last 10 years. Yeah, like yeah. Steak Sauce Mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, and that's because I saw them with Oakley Doakley, who I already knew about. Yeah. So I like find new bands by accident. Anyway, Dr. Scientist, <laughs> it's your time. And then I watch some shitty movies. No shit. Sweet. I watched this one called The Thing Inside Us. God damn it. Did I see that? That sounds it's so a, familiar. It's <laughs> one of these. The guy... His wife is like, she has sleepwalking episodes. So they start putting cameras up around the house and videotaping what happens. And she starts doing weird shit like going outside and making guttural noises like. And eventually some weirder shit happens and she disappears and stuff and goes on down that. And it was was not that bad. Aliens. (laughs) It sounds interesting. I like the setup. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those. I, it's kind of like on the genre of the paranormal investigation ones, but you know how it goes. Yeah, not found okay. footage. Yeah, not found footage, no. All right. Uh, then, uh, watch it. It's all right. Then I watched a better one called Oxygen, where uh, it's like kind of sci-fi-y. This woman wakes up inside of like a stasis chamber, and she's running out of oxygen. And she's got to figure out what happened and try and get more oxygen so she doesn't suffocate. Oh, she, is she in like a prison or? No. Just space? And she's in space, yes. Dude, any fucking sci-fi space movie that opens with someone freaking out in a crowd chamber, I am in. Yeah, I'm all about space horror. Oh, I fucking love space horror. Yeah. And, uh, she's going to play into what I'm going to talk about. In, in <laughs> but yeah, Oxygen's good. Watch that then too. Oh, yeah? All right. And cool. then I watched an even better one. Hmm. The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it come up, and I was like, maybe, and I just didn't get to it. it tell it's me a, it's good. It's all right. Uh, basically, Drax and Manus want to have a Christmas celebration for Peter, so they come okay. to Earth and kidnap Kevin Bacon. They come to Earth? 
during it? Yeah. They kidnapped Kevin Bacon to give him as a present to Peter. Honest question. Is this canon? Uh, I would assume maybe. That's Assuming maybe is not an assumption. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? All right. Well, okay. we don't have to get into it. But. We don't. That's semantics. Hey, maybe. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. I kind of want to watch it. I mean... Yeah, you just you, especially like this time of year. I don't want. I don't want to think. I don't. You might wanna. have sold me on it. It's only forty five minutes, and it's got Kevin Bacon in it. So yeah, and his oh. band plays. If that makes it even. Oh, oof. <laughs> I love it when celebrities have bands, like fucking Corey Feldman, the Lieutenant was... Dan band. <laughs> Corey Feldman's one is terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Did I ever tell you guys that my uh, my wife goes to a conference every year where the Lieutenant Dan band plays? <laughs> No. Fucking Gary Sinise's band. Yeah, yeah. He has a band. They play every time. It's called Lieutenant Dan Band? Yes, it absolutely is. Oh, my God. She's like, they're not bad. I'm like, okay. I yeah. mean, Gary Sinise can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so He saved the world several times. Several times? I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I'm sure he did. He was. I think he was in... No, he was Armageddon. the dude on the... I thought I really wanted to say Armageddon. I didn't remember if he was in that. <clears throat> the core. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's... He was the dude, the astronaut that didn't get to go in Apollo 13. He had the crisis vest yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and nobody in Apollo 13 saved the world anyway. True. It's a, it's a good point. You're right. You don't know <laughs> that. I just saved three random assholes like, <laughs> that were good at math whatever. Yeah. Who needs it? But yeah, watch the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> movie too. Got <laughs> off topic. What else did you watch? Uh, then I played some stuff. I finished up Last Stop. Oh, yeah, how, how did it end up? It was pretty good. Did it connect? Uh, yeah, they all got together at the end. All right. It was a little weird, but it was still... I, I enjoyed it. I, How long did it take you? Like, was it a shorter one? It was no hot uh, dog. No. It, yeah, it definitely wasn't jumping hot dog. I don't know. Maybe seven, eight hours. <laughs> maybe oh, six, okay. seven minutes. <laughs> you know, play a couple hours a year, half hour before bed. Right. Half hour, mm-hmm. Yeah, things like that. Then I started this next game, which is called Yoku's Island Express, which you play a dung beetle in it. And you push this ball around. And ball of shit. It's a platformer. But the shtick is everything's like a pinball thing. Uh, oh, God damn it. So you can, you gotta, you can like bump your, the ball up and you go with the ball. And there's some pinball type stages in it. It's Kinda fun like, so far. Like Sonic Spinball. I don't know. I didn't play it, but sure. I don't remember it either. <laughs> I haven't played a Sonic game since... Fucking spinball. <laughs> Maybe spin Sonic. Can t- Stop saying spinball. <laughs> it was a good game. But yeah, there's like forty goddamn Sonic. We don't need to get into yeah. that. <laughs> it. It's fun. It's different platforming type thing. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, and you have to like do special things on some of the boards to get some of the special upgrades, whatnot. Okay. But yeah, that's all I did this week, Papa Scotch. What about you? Did you play, watch, do? What's going on? Thanks for asking. So I'll start with what I watched. Uh, there was just a couple of days where I just rolled through some Bob's Burgers and through <laughs> some th- some Brockmire. Right. Uh, I'm traveling to New Orleans this week, so Ooh. I wanted to watch New Orleans stuff. Oh my god! Tell me you watched Bad Lieutenant. Oh shit! I forgot about that. I gotta write that down. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I didn't watch it yet. We're trying to watch New Orleans stuff. I watched uh, the second season of Brockmire. He takes place in New Orleans. Oh, oh okay. So. We, I watched that this morning because I woke up at 4.30 for no reason and just didn't feel like going back to bed. I always feel like going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, me too. I could go to bed right now. Sometimes, man. Like, I just wake up and I'm like, my body's awake. Uh, you're and already awake. Might as well 
Roll with the punches. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's not too often. It's like once every couple months. Yeah. yeah, it's good to happen on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't have to like be tired in the middle of a work day. Fantastic. But anyway, so I also watched the Pam and Tommy series. I finished the whole thing. Yeah. And I was I thought it would be like fun, stupid trash. Yeah. At like nip tuck style stuff that I could just have fun and turn my brain off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a documentary, right? It's just actors portraying their it's actors portraying them and they take like a very it's the biopic. It's a biopic. It's more real than I thought it would be, like as far as the events that happened, but they took liberties too. Uh Sebastian Stan is Tommy Lee, the mm-hmm. fucking winter soldier, mm-hmm. who disappears into that role. Like I thought it was Tommy Lee several <laughs> times. Nice. He is unrecognizable as Tommy Lee. He looks like Tommy Lee. It's great. And then Pamela Anderson is played by Lily James. Mm-hmm. And she's under so much tan and makeup that, I mean, she looks exactly like Pamela Anderson. It's fucking weird. But um, it was a bummer. Like, it was a huge bummer. Yeah, their life wasn't that great. When they got hepatitis? <laughs> no, I think, well, I don't know when that happened in the timeline. They didn't discuss that in the miniseries, surprise, surprise. Hmm. But they talked about how, I didn't know the whole story of the sex tape. I was like 13, I was that age when that came out. I was 13 years old. Didn't some, like, somebody that worked for them take it or something like that? It was a, in real life, he was an electrician. In this, he was a carpenter played by Seth Rogen. He's playing a real person (laughs) named Reed Gautier, who was working on Tommy Lee's mansion. Tommy Lee stiffed him. He put like 10 grand of his own money into the materials and stuff before invoicing Tommy, which was was dumb. dumb. But he put all his money into buying the stuff and Tommy Lee kept doing changes. So he had to keep buying shit. And keep moving shit. Mm-hmm. It was like a nightmare scenario for a contractor. And then uh, he got pissed at Tommy Lee because he didn't pay him. So he broke in, stole the safe, and just happened to find the tape. Uh-oh. That part's all real. And then the fucked up part is that the tape was stolen from their safe, sold online for like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then bootleg copies started coming up. And then another company who was like one of the founding people that did webcams, like Cam Girls. Right. Uh, that company just started streaming it for free. Uh, <laughs> right. And they tried to sue everybody, but the case didn't go their way. They said, well, this video is now in the cultural lexicon. It's, it's, it's part of news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So therefore, it's protected by the First Amendment. So no one went to jail. Like no one got in trouble for stealing or selling their sex tape. Huh. It was fucked up. Like, they had no legal recourse to do anything to anybody about it. Is that how it all goes down now? I don't I don't know. That's a wild precedent. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's different laws now, too. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was a bummer, like, because you saw it from, like, Pamela Anderson's perspective. Yeah. And, like, it was, ooh, it was a bummer. It was good. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. All right. But I'll I'll pass through it because it's, it's a bummer. So, fun stuff. Mm. I watched the movie Frequently Asked Questions about time travel. Oh, it's such a good movie. That's quality. Have you guys both seen it? I've never. Yeah, yeah it's like ten years old, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. It was. Old. It had uh, that Chris Dowd. Is that his name? The guy. The guy from know. the IT crowd. Yeah, the guy from IT crowd who looked like a baby in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think I remember you guys talking about it. I watched it before we even started this podcast. Yeah, you might have brought it up. I did probably watch it during this podcast again. So yeah, I that and what's his name, Garth something Dark Place, Garth, Garth Marenghi. Yeah, I have to watch that. It's on the list too. Fuck yeah, man! But frequently asked questions about time travel is a fun time travel movie <laughs> that like the stakes are just serious enough for me to like care. 
<laughs> but it's still silly. It's still kind of serious. It was good. It was real good. Yeah, it's a good time. Last thing I watched. Oh, what a piece of shit this movie was. <laughs> uh, could be anything. Oh, I could even hope be a boat. you guys. I hope you guys watch this because I have so many questions. I watched the movie Old People. No idea what you're talking about. Okay, now I am gonna actually look up the synopsis because is it the one with all those? So, uh, kind of famous actors and ones. I might be thinking of an entirely different movie. Here's the synopsis. It is not an American film. It is a foreign film. The country is Germany. It's on Netflix right now. It's about a woman who travels home with her two kids for her sister's wedding. Oh. And then finds herself defending her family's life against blood-seeking pensioners. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like the old people literally trying to kill. Yeah, it's kind of like anyone they, younger. Mm, they call them pensioners. I like don't they, they all snap, right? Yeah, like they all. I, I don't want to. Never trust an old person. That's don't want to ruin words it. I've been lived by. I tried to watch it. Yeah. It's bad. It's it's. I got through the whole thing kind of because I was playing a video game on another TV. No oh, <laughs> so yeah. reason I got through it. It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Mm, okay. Can't wait for the American remake. <laughs> It'll be soon. I don't know if they're doing it. I assume they are. Probably. But what did I play? I played a game or two with Tiny Tina before I gave up. We talked about that last week. <laughs> yeah. But what I did play is a brand new release. Oh, mm. shit. I think it's the same one I'm playing. It's not. Oh, phew. I played the Callisto Protocol. Uh-oh. It's the same one. I, <laughs> no. I'm about... Is that out? Well, obviously, yeah, it's out yeah. now. Yeah, what am I talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, it's out. I, I played it for maybe 10 hours so far. You didn't heed your own advice and wait for the reviews. Yeah. I did not. I absolutely did not. <laughs> okay. I pre-ordered it. How what? much exactly like Dead Space is it? Not. Oh, no, it's it's Dead Space. <laughs> it is. It's exactly Dead Space. Like, it's Dead Space. I don't know what else to say, <laughs> but it is Dead Space. Yeah? Right. That's kind of what I thought. Is it good? Doing everything except saying the words Dead Space. Hmm. They're morphonecks. Get a necromorph. Uh. I think it's good. Again, haven't finished it. Not even. I don't know if I'm even close. I doubt I am. I hope I'm not. You probably this doesn't are. feel like probably I am. are. Yeah, you put ten hours in it. It's probably yeah. like at most fifteen. I think they said ten to twelve, but those things are always lying because I'm like checking every nook and cranny for like construction parts and stuff. Yeah, they're usually over exaggerated. Yeah, usually by a long <laughs> shot. So uh, uh, the combat was wonky to start with. Mm -hmm. So it's Dead Space. Uh, but there's a lot more like melee stuff. Like the dodging, I think, is dumb and it's too easy because you dodge by hitting left or right on the left stick, right? Yeah. But oh, that's annoying. It That part's annoying. But the problem is when you see them start to attack you, uh, it's too late already to dodge. So you're constantly like sort of sidestepping to the left or right. And then the animation happens where they swing and then you just dodge. Oh. But that annoying part of the game is done after like an hour because then you get guns and it's a different story. Okay. But it's the standard. You get guns. You get Callisto credits, which is literally what they're called. You upgrade your stuff. You get through it. There's some creepy moments. I was playing it with the... Uh, 3D well, I went Yeah. I went back to PA. I was there for one night. The one night I was there, after I saw you, Chump Slap, right. I got loaded in the hotel room and had the 3D headphones on and <laughs> freaked myself out real good. <laughs> <laughs> because there, there was a moment, and I don't know if the listeners out there or if you guys have played with the 3D headphones. Oh, I love that. But it like simulates sound, whether it's close to your ear, like something's physically right there, or if something's far away. Right. 
and I'm walking through a jail section and I just he like the guy's name is Jacob played by Josh Duhamel but I just I'm walking down this quiet corridor and you just hear like gross slimy alien sounds or virus sounds whatever it is mm. I still don't know and then I just hear like like right fucking there on my shoulder it felt <laughs> like it was right there they're like Jacob I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah, that's not my name. <laughs> that's awesome. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, I like it so far. Uh, it's a little wonky, but it looks gorgeous and it's fun. I'm having fun. All right. Yeah. Cool. I just read some bad reviews and shit. Uh, there were some bad reviews for PC. I guess it's technically pretty shitty. Oh, like, yeah, like from probably... a technical perspective. Is it $15 yet? Soon no, enough. I think we're a ways away from okay. that. Uh, but so far, so good with me. We'll see where it goes. Hmm. All right, cool. How about you there, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Uh, I'm just playing this little indie game called God of War Ragnarok. Is that an isometric? Yeah, I think so. If I understand the word. Yes. Walking sim. It's a walking sim isometric. I still don't think you understand any of those Head words. down shooter. You put your head down. <laughs> top down shooter? <laughs> head down shooter. 2D top down, isometric Metrovania. It's a punch em, kick em, smack em around. Exactly like the other God of War? Adventure game. It's pretty much, yeah. Like the first one. Or the new first one. Yeah. yeah. How, uh, how far are you into it now? What do you think? I don't know. About 10 hours, maybe 12. I'm digging it. I want to play it. But no, yeah, I want to play it. It's fun. It's good. <laughs> So, full disclosure, I did sort of start playing it. I knew it. I did. I could smell it on you. <laughs> I didn't talk about it because I knew you were going to talk about it, but I only got to the part where... I don't know if I Spoiler. want to any spoilers. No, it's so new. I'm not going to spoil it. But I got to the part after you encounter the bear. Oh, okay. So you know what the deal is with the bear. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. And I'm, That's like not even an hour in, I don't think. No, yeah, past that part, at least. I should hope so. I barely played any of it. Yeah, but, but every, it, time I mean, I, every time I play it, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go explore this area. And then an hour and a half later, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I didn't do, do anything. That's what you do with every game. <laughs> I know, but there's actually stuff to do in every little area in this game. You know what I mean? I hear you. Try to find all the chests and shit. Good time. Love it. Looks beautiful, too. It really is gorgeous. Kind of like the last one. Kind of, but even better. <laughs> no, great game. Great game so far. I believe you said it like two weeks ago, Doctor Scientist. It's gonna, it's got a war. It's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah, like you can't fuck that up. Yeah, and I really am way impressed about like shifting away from the Greek gods and going to the Nordic ones. Yeah, like well, it works, man. Shifting away, it, you mean murdering and slaughtering, them all. <laughs> yes. destroying all of them, killing every single one of them. Yes, <laughs> yeah. except Aphrodite. Is she still around? Was she in the God of War, the new, the one before this one? I don't know how to say it. The the God of War. For PS4. No. Last time she, she was, was in was in 3. It was at the end when he destroyed everything. Didn't it end with you like in a white room with nothing? No. 3 or... F I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't yeah, what are you talking about? You're thinking of not, the Matrix. The last... The, and no... All right, let's put it this way. Not a single God of War ends that way. We, whatever. <laughs> I think You're like walking through a dream or something. I don't remember. It, it, could, it might not have been the end. You're walking through Valhalla at the end, and there's a bunch of ghosts. You thinking of that? You get to the big dining hall? That's like the last, one of the last thing you do, Whatever. right? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Dr. Scientist, back me up here. That's the thing that happens? Uh, I don't think it's Valhalla. God damn it. It's Jotunheim. I'm, I am so sorry. I mixed those up. I'm I don't so remember sorry. anything about it, so whatever. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched a couple things. Oh, yeah? Like what? 
I started watching one. The X-Files. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Season Ooh. one, episode I'm one. I'm a little jealous. I got to do that. Yeah. What do you think of the first season? Because I remember... No, I mean, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. But I remember the first season, like, they didn't really find their footing yet. No, it's still a little clunky. I'm only, like, six episodes in or so. But oh, they look so young, dude. I know. It's weird. They look like they're playing adults. It's, like, <laughs> it's wild. Especially if you see anything that they're in now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, like, even episode two, I think they have cigarette smoking, man, was introduced. And you're like, oh. Well, he plays a fucking major role eventually, but... Oh, that was early. Yeah. I didn't think he came up that early. That's what I meant. I was like, I don't remember that, but... Well, Deep Throat dies by the end of, like, season two. Yeah. Oh, that's who good. Was, who was the dude? What's his name? He was your boss. He had the glasses. Mitch Pelagi? Yes. Skinner. Skinner, that's it. Skinner, there we go. I couldn't remember. His, I see his face. I've, I see his face in my dreams. He was the Winchester's grandfather in Supernatural, too. Oh, shit, you're right. That's, that's where he's from. Face. Yes. Oh, man. But yeah, it's all connected. It's all so connected. good. <laughs> it's all connected. So good. Then I watched a couple movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I watched this one called Christmas Evil. That sounds good. Okay. Is that the one with the toy factory worker? Yes. From yeah. the 80, 1980, Fucking I think. rules. Right? It's, it's pretty slow and a product of its time. You know, it is a bit. Sl- it's strange. It. I didn't expect it to be so fucking weird. No, me neither. I expected it to be like a mass murder or fucking serial killer and nothing. But he kills <laughs> like three people in it. I expected it to be like, uh, yeah, like a My Bloody Valentine or like a Silent Night, Deadly Night, like a slasher movie. Yeah, not it, like a mental not- illness movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It was too real. Yeah, it was. It's a. It's a good Christmas movie though. If you want to watch something that's fucking freaky and shit oh yeah if you guys want reach out i have a whole list of christmas horror movies that are just put a poll up on reddit and see if they want the list just put the list out there man no you gotta ask them if they want you gotta ask permission first i'm giving them no it's better to ask for forgiveness or something (laughs) that isn't true somebody said that once but anyway it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission something like that see that's a thing people say which is it is we say it in the business Usually that's a management thing. In the business. Thing that they, in the business, people say that when they're like, they're trying to tell you like, dude, I don't give a shit what you do. Just fucking pick something and go with it. That's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stop bothering me about this. That's I always thought means. it was like a. Rape. Which is a terrible management thing because that's a manager's job. But It's very creepy. I didn't like it. But yeah. All right, good movie though. Christmas Evil. And then I watched this other movie. It's pretty new. Very strange. Called Barbarian. How was that? I keep seeing it. It it was okay. It's pretty much like two movies. There's one, the first part where uh, people go to like a bread and, uh, what's it called? Like a rent a, some, bed rent, and breakfast. Airbnb. Airbnb. There you go. It's kind of, yeah. They go to an Airbnb and then all this, oh, it's a mix up. There's two people there, blah, blah, blah. And then some weird shit happens and you don't see it coming. And you're like, and it just stops and it goes to a different story about this guy who owns the Airbnb. And I don't know. It's very strange. I heard from several people, like different sources, that it was very good. I enjoyed it. Wasn't it one of the whitest kids you know did this movie? I have no idea about that. I'm going to look that up. The writer? Might have been the director. Zach Greger? I don't. I couldn't tell you a single person who was one of the I don't know. kids you know. Yeah, I don't know any of their names. Fantastic yes, show. But... Zach Greger was on one of the... Oh, that kid. The kids you know. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. He was the director. Yeah. Well, he did a good job. It was fucking strange. It was a, I don't know. Go check it out. It's fucking... I don't even know what to say about it or the plot or anything. Is it better than the Berberian Sound Studio? I started watching that. I didn't watch that. <laughs> it's fucking... It's hard it's, to watch because it, it annoys me so much when the volume on a movie changes so much between things. Oh, really? Oh, then that is not the movie you yeah. should be watching. No, you could have all. it on like your perfect sound and it'll be it'll the volume will jump 15 points no and then it'll go like so low you have to turn it up to listen to it you are absolutely correct it is a very audio centric film really the first 15 minutes was cool except for that part i liked it i thought it was fucking weird and very conceptual Hmm. but yeah there's definitely wild ass like the lady just screaming for 10 straight minutes yeah yeah like looping screams for a movie, but she's just like, okay, you guys ready? Like for like, way too long. Every time someone's doing a sound that's unpleasant, it goes on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's really good, though. Check it out, because it's, it's strange. <laughs> Barbarian. Got it. It's yeah. on the list. But Barbarian that, and Berberian. Yeah, that's pretty much all I watched. Okay, then with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to Plotty Time Vibe Check. Checking the vibe, checking it out. Yeah. I like it. It's like scat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is shit. Like shit, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, news came out, and I, I want to take your guys' temperature. I want to see how you guys feel about this. The right. vibe check, you mean? Yeah. The vibe, if you will. Right. There's a, a new roller coaster coming out. Just bear with me. I'm listening. Where? There's, there's a new roller coaster coming out in a theme park in Spain in the middle of 2023. Mm-hmm. It is an Uncharted roller coaster. Uncharted, but it's based on the movie, which was based on the game. So it's based on the game. No. I don't. Why not? It's based on the movie. That's based on the game. All right, whatever. What does it look like? I mean, it's still very conceptual. They're just telling us that it's coming in 2020. How do you base a fucking roller coaster on anything? I don't know. I'm watching the video Disney right now. Disney does it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not like it's a wonderful, it's a small world or whatever. It's a wonderful life. That'd be a terrible roller coaster. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you're in time and fucking dead and no one cares. Or then you're like, oh, oh the money's in Bill's house. <laughs> <Greg's> house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got Jimmy sorting the holster yeah, too, guys. You, that's Don't worry good. about that. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But, uh, Okay, serious question though. Looking at you, Chump Slap. Yeah. When was the last time you went to a theme park? Uh, couldn't tell you. A theme park or like a An amusement park? Either. Amusement park, like rode a roller coaster, or I don't had know. the opportunity to rode. Last time I did go on one, I got a fucking massive headache though. I can tell you the last time I went was probably two thousand and four, and it was to Knobles, and I got way too hammered the night before and couldn't go on any rides because I was way too hungover. Yeah. See. <laughs> That's. That is- and me and uh, someone, I'll keep the name out, we just sat there the whole time while the rest of our friends weren't hungover. And yeah, I think rides. last time I went to one, was I was hungover too. And I, I went on a ride and I was like, I can't do this. It's 95% of rides just spin. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Plus they just cut the grass. So, uh. oh, I can't imagine a worse place to be hungover than an amusement park. That's, <laughs> that's awful. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, why is. I stopped going. <laughs> I think when was the last time? I think 2019. Jesus. Went to Disney World. Yeah, right before the pandemic. Yeah, it was like the it was the September before. Oh wow! But I I went to Orlando. We we did the uh, the Harry Potter ride. They're like 
they're indoor slash outdoor rides and like they have screens and it's like you're going on a real adventure now. I mean, yeah, you still have like roller coasters that are just on rails throwing you around going yeah. nuts. But a lot of these like rides that are property based are like inside with narratives like the Simpsons ride, like the Twister ride. Yeah, the Twister ride or the Back to the Future ride, which became the Simpsons ride. Mm. Uh, that was like putting you in the Simpsons universe and you're flying through and Maggie becomes giant and tries to destroy the town. Hmm. That sounds pretty cool. It was, it was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah. So hmm. fucking amusement parks. That was the news, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Yeah. We got loot boxes. Which game? In Australia. Oh, Ooh. not a game. Sorry. Misdirected now? you. So Australia is trying to pass a new bill that if, you want to purchase a loot box, you have to be 21 or over. That makes sense. Sorry, I misspoke. 18 or older. You have to be an adult, you have to which be is able... the legal gambling age in Australia. Yes. You have to be able to buy a lottery ticket. Which makes sense. It's gambling. Like yeah, That's what that's it is. That's exactly what it is. They try to like not use the G word, but I don't know how you say a loot box. Gooch? Isn't a gamble. <laughs> yes. They're gooching. People are gooching left and right. So gooch. Throwing down money on football. <laughs> soccer there football so how do you guys feel about loot boxes and do you believe that uh only adults should be able to buy them yes i yeah. do believe only adults should be able to buy them and i think they're dumb I hate it. <laughs> uh, i'll have to agree Solid analysis i just i don't if i'm gonna spend money on something let me buy a, a fucking weed skin or something you know what i mean <laughs> tell me about it bro yeah i agree <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I don't want to scratch off a lot. I'll buy a fucking pack of magic cards if I want to press my lock, you know. Which, isn't that fucking gambling too, by the way? Yes, yes it is. Because you could pull a card that's worth an asinine amount of money, right? You could. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And sometimes it ain't worth shit. Sometimes, yeah. 99% of the time. I'd say most of the time it ain't worth shit. Exactly. All right. Yeah. I mean, I I like that they're there. If you want to do it, you can. Like, I I have coming no, from the guy who played Chell. Yeah, I hours. have no moral high horse to ride on this at all. I I don't mind if they're there and you earn points in game and then spend those on them. But if you're spending real money on it, that's where I draw the line. That's insane. that's the thing about Chell. Like, you can play the game. You can accumulate the coins. You can then buy packs, or you can shortcut it and <laughs> yeah. just spend real yeah. money to get the packs. Yeah, which that's a I've. Much. I've I mean, it comes down to like, what is your time worth? Because with Chell, they fuck, they're those cheap bastards. They'll like, <laughs> yeah, it's their fault. They'll, well, let me explain. So <laughs> they'll be like, do you want to buy this pack? It costs $10 in real money. And you're like, fuck no, I'm not going to pay that. You guys are criminals and this is ridiculous. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, how about you spend 150,000 coins on it instead? Coins you can earn in game playing games. I'm like, okay, that sounds a lot better. Then I look at the math involved in earning 150,000 coins, and it's like, well, oh, that's 60 hours of playing online. That's an, that's Suddenly that $10 doesn't sound as bad. Yeah, it does. It still sounds bad. I'm trying to justify my actions. I here, understand. You don't have to justify it to us. No, just I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> Fair enough. In other news, God of War Ragnarok got its first Game of the Year award. Oh, well. Yeah, Time Magazine gave God of War Ragnarok their coveted Time Magazine Game of the Year. Award. I didn't know they did Games of the Year. How much do you think Sony paid for that? A lot. I don't Maybe know. not a lot. I don't know if, uh, probably just ad space, right? 
I would think something like that. Yeah. Like they just went to Time Magazine and said, "Hey, can you make us your not game that of I'm the saying year? it's going to be a bad game, but I don't think any game of the year thing is ever legit, really. Not these days. Maybe 15 years ago, but no, dude. They're they're and any of these video game awards, they're just commercials for the next year of games. That's all it is. Yeah. So I I can't remember the last time I watched a video game award show. I don't know if I ever did. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done it either. There's like every AAA release just releases a game of the year edition. And it's like, well, where'd you win game of the year? Like from fucking men's health. Yeah. 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 So technically it is the game of the year. From the God of War magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Two episodes, two issues. From the Plotty Time podcast. That was one of their top five. Yeah, right. I'd love to see that on the game. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) But it's always like three years after it comes out. (laughs) Three years later, they make their Game of the Year edition. I was like, didn't this come out three years ago? You do it that yet? That doesn't matter. Well, this random podcast said, hey, they played their game this year and it was great. So we're just, we're everyone in society is playing very fast and loose with the term Game of the Year. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. Yeah. There's too many places that give Game of the Year anyway. Who cares? It's a good point. It means nothing. It does. That being said, let's just go ahead and close the Plotty Time vibe check. <laughs> we vibed in on Friday time. So let's talk about the game. How about it, guys? All right, go ahead. All right, let's do it. Uh, This week, as you saw in the episode description, we are talking about a classic that somehow is directly in my wheelhouse and I completely avoided. Yeah, I never. Yeah, this is a Papa Scotch original if I've ever seen one. Now, I had a roommate in college that played the second one. I saw him play through that, but that's that's my whole relationship. That's all I've done with this. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about Dead to Rights. So this game, Dead to Rights, released August 19th, 2004. Oh, damn. Number one song in the country. Any blind guesses in 2004, don't say Feral Happy. Blind Melon. Ooh. No, it was not Blind Melon, but I like your style. Uh, Freak on a Leash. Is that a song or is that the album? Uh, I think it's both. Okay. It wasn't Corn, huh? No, sorry. I lost my headphones. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it in. They're like, there's a, it's a safety thing, so if you pull on the cord, it just pops out. Yeah. Instead of breaking the headphones, so I just for, I didn't hear what you said. Sorry about that, Doctor Scientist. But you are incorrect. How about I sing it for you in Bentley's voice? <gasps> I would love that because that's what the people want. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you did to yourself. That's what I I think I did pitch it. God damn it! All right, commit it. We're we're committed. We're doing it. Said mm-hmm. <clears throat> my people don't dance. We just pull up our pants and do the rock away. Now lean back, lean back, lean back, lean back. The song is Lead Back. Who sings it? I'm Nelly. There's three, rap- there's three rappers. If you get one, I'll give you credit. Nelly. No. Full Rida. Also, no. I'll give you one more guess because there's three of them. Jay-Z. Sure. No. Uh, Ludacris. No. Big John. Little John. <laughs> Little Wayne. Big Closer Wayne. than you guys. You're not. All right. I'll just say it. <laughs> the song is Lean Back by Fat Joe, Terror Squad, and Remy Ma. Oh, yeah. I remember we, them have said a billion times of how great Terror Squad is on this podcast. I'm wearing the Terror Squad hoodie right now. Number one movie in the country. Here is the tagline, which you're not going to get anything from this, but I'll throw it out there. Again, August 19th, 2004. Tagline, a new chapter of evil. God is not here. Uh, I Annabelle. throw some guesses. Ooh. Not a terrible guess, but that is incorrect. We predate the Conjuring movies. I don't know. God is not here. Uh, devil, where they're stuck in an elevator. Oh, good one. No, but use your contact clues. What's the first thing I said about that? I don't even remember. 
2004. <laughs> <laughs> First part of this is a new chapter of evil, new which chapter, means the book of Mormon. Which means maybe not the first movie in a series. Yeah, I get that. Saw two. Not a bad guess at all, but you are incorrect. Godless, whatever. I don't fucking know. Okay, fine. I'll just read the synopsis. Yes, Here we please go. do. Father Marin is haunted by his experiences in World War II. Exorcist. O- Ooh, finish the title, The Exorcist. Two. Damn it. No, it's th- that came out in like the 80s. Exorcist, the last chapter. What's the opposite of the last chapter? The first chapter. Damn it. No, you're so close. How's <laughs> <laughs> that not the it's, opposite of the last? Genesis. <laughs> the I beginning. Was, oh, the Exorcist, the beginning. Exorcist, the beginning. Yes, that is <laughs> I've correct. even seen that movie. I know I've seen it, and I remember absolutely nothing. It's not very good. Yeah, yeah. The whole Exorcist series, when they deal with the the mythology of the demon in Africa, I just don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. About that, I'm here for the exorcism, guys. For true. Anyway, so this day in history, August nineteenth, nineteen ninety five. Wait, no. Yes, this happened in nineteen ninety five, not on the same date. Right, right. On August nineteenth. 1995, this day in history, Mike Tyson returns to the ring after serving three years in prison and DQs Peter McNeely in 89 seconds. Damn. How does he disqualify him? I don't know. I don't remember. Did he hit him in the balls? I also don't know boxing terms. DQs. I thought he KO'd him. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah. So this was released for Xbox, PC, PS2, and GameCube, developed by Namco Home Tech. Published by Namco, it is a single-player, third-person action-adventure game with a puppy-dog companion. Mm-hmm. Chomp Slap, you picked it. Oh, yeah. So how about you lead us into this game? Tell us what it's all about. Okay, it's about this dude named Jack Slate. So badass, and I wanted to write down Slater every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's this guy named Jack Slate and his good boy, Shadow. And he's a cop. <laughs> He is. He's a canine unit. Yeah, there you go. Is what yeah. they said in the Wikipedia. Right. And he's on the beat. Well, the game begins. There's a montage of him saving a library from some thugs and shit. And he talks what was, about what? what? What was this? Like, was it part of the game? I, just I know think, it was part of the game, but it wasn't part of the narrative. It was no, just like a badass scene. It was just showing you that he works and he saves libraries. I don't know. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> he saves libraries. It's a library <laughs> hero we needed, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So he's on the beat. He gets a call. He's like, uh, report gunshots at a construction site. So Jack shows up with his dog, looks around. Who's he find there? His dad. <gasps> his dad has been what? shot, and he's fucking dead. <gasps> so he calls it in. The other cops show up. They're like, all right, well, we'll take this case because it's too personal for you. You know how it is. This is classic cop shit. You're going to bring emotion into it. You're going to start beating the shit out of suspects. We don't need that. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, his only enemy was Augie. <laughs> and you're like, okay, you're right. I'm going to go find Augie. Okay, my first question. Who's Augie? Is, what is that short for or slang for? Is a- Augustus? Augustus? I would assume so. I, don't know. I guess, yeah. Augie doggie. August. August? Yeah. Agentum. Agilius. <laughs> you know, all those names. Augefred. All right, anyway. I can keep going. Uh, it says it's... A nickname for variations of the name August, which derives from the Latin name Augustus. Yeah, so we were all right. Agathy. Augustinianian. That's also just made sh- up. <laughs> Damn, oh, that's where Augustus is where all of our Gusses come from. Okay. Oh, okay. No, it comes from Burton Guster. Anyway, 
We're this talking is what about the this. people came here to hear. We're talking about this man's dead father, for fuck's sake. Oh, okay. that's right. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go find Augie, see what's going on. Who killed my dad? So you go to a strip club, and you clear it out, and you run to Hildy, who was your father's assistant. A stripper. A stripper. And his assistant. Sorry, sorry you shouldn't call her that. Why not? She's a sec- <laughs> exotic dancer. dancer yes. No, okay. I, I think we can say stripper. I Maybe think not. so. I don't know. You can say strip club, right? Exotic dance club, whatever. She's a dancer. She's a dancer. An adult she does dancer. dance. Mm-hmm. She does adult dances and is an adult. Let's be very clear on those two things. Whatever. You clear it out. You shoot a whole bunch of people. And Hildy helps you out here. She's like, man, hey, dad, uh, I'll go distract people while you go kill everybody. Yeah. So she knew your dad. Because she was his assistant before he, he died. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. So shoot He's up a friend the, of the family. Shoot up the place. You get to Augie, who's a, a fucking terrible Christopher Walken impression. I even wrote my thing bad Christopher Walken. It was so bad, dude. You know what? I'm going to say for the tone of this video game, I loved it. <laughs> I love I loved the fact that, th- that one of the characters, one of the voice actors is like, <laughs> Do your Yo, bad can you can Yo, dude, get the new guy in the mailroom to come in and do a voice. Fuck it. Hey, can you do a walk-in? Well, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, so... I could do a walk-in. Perfect. It come in with so that energy bad. and record these lines. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's framed. He's like, I got framed for the murder. Oh, no. You run, you run around. You fucking whatever. He doesn't know what's going on. You chase him around. He's eventually, you find him dead. And there's a one-eyed, purple-haired man here who is framing you for the murder. He yeah. takes your gun and kills. He kind of knocks you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he tells you, oh, by the way, Augie didn't kill your father. <gasps> so seven months later, after you've gone through a murder trial. And a conviction. A conviction. And you're sentenced for execution that's a lot in seven months that is that is super fast this has to be take place in texas well they do say it's the first accelerated execution on the books oh you're right they did they i forgot about that (laughs) which is weird because you just you just shot a couple people it's not like you shot a lot of people (laughs) well yes but the i think they only got you for shooting this augie yeah yeah yeah, or that was the frame job you were i mean this is also the united states i assume so it's not like it's a big deal that a lot of people got shot yeah it's a grant city wherever the fuck that is i mean don't get me wrong it's always a big deal when a bunch of people get shot but but it used to be glitter city because they found a lot of gold in it so it might be california texas around there who knows wherever they have alaska (laughs) very well might be as long as there's gold there so you're in jail you're ready for execution and you're like, oh, I got to get out of here and, you know, find out who actually killed my dad. <laughs> so you get this crazy idea. You heard about a guy who knows how to rig the electric chair. So instead of electrocuting you, it'll shut down power to the whole fucking grid. And you're like, all right, yeah, well, let's go get some battery acid and pour it on the contacts of the electric chair. Yeah, I'll do it for some cigarettes. Yeah. Do it for 25 packs of cigarettes. So you go around collecting cigarettes to get this battery acid. And while you're running around the jail, all free, like fucking jailbreak, like you can just do whatever the hell you want here. Mm-hmm. You also find your dog is in there too. Shadow is in a pound in the jail for some reason. Yeah, that's where they send bad dogs. I'm like, you know what? He's such a good boy. I'm just going to let this let this slide. Yeah. yeah. 
fact that the dog's in the same prison as you the day of your death. That's strange. <laughs> that, so yeah, it totally makes sense. Wouldn't he be the police property? You know what? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he would be. Well, anyway, you're strapped to the chair, and the preacher, John, I think his name is, he's helping you out. He, he walks up to the chair, pours the acid for you, and drops you a razor blade so you can cut yourself out of the leather fucking straps. Preacher so, man Jones. Jones, Sorry, okay, all right. So, acid's poured, switch is thrown, the entire area, at the whole fucking grid blacks out, and you're like, oh my god, oh god, turn back, lights back on. Lights come back on, boom. There's an officer in the chair who's being a dick to you earlier in the game, so you don't feel bad, that he gets electrocuted. Mm-hmm. He dies in the chair. I don't understand why it worked this time, but... I, do you think he was down there, like, splicing wires back together for that he cut? While he was in the dark? I thought he was taken out. Escaping in the dark. and Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't... It doesn't make any sense. No. So, that officer's dead. Uh, somehow it works this time. Blah, blah, blah. So, you're escaping through the sewers because you stole a map from a guy. You're like, you heard through the grapevine that somebody had a map of how to escape this jail. So, you're like, okay. You follow the map. You go through the sewers, always through the sewers, drainage pipes. You know how it goes. They escape every jail. Yeah, everybody knows. So once he pops out, outside of the jail, there's a car there, turns its lights on, revs its engine, comes, tries to run Jack down. But Shadow comes out of nowhere, saves your life, pushes you out of the way. Car crashes into a tree. And you're like, oh, sucks to be you, man. So you go to the crash, take the guy's car, take his fucking wallet blah 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 and you're like i gotta get new clothes and i know a place where i can go so you go to the apartment that they framed you and you're like i know this is still a crime scene it cannot be a crime scene seven what? months later after well, everything after you've even been convicted for seven months is the <laughs> yeah, part. Yeah. but you're already going to you're already being executed yeah wouldn't okay correct me if i'm wrong here but isn't the whole reason to like tape it off and make it a police scene is because the trial isn't over because they may need to get more evidence. Yeah. Isn't that the whole point of that? Yeah, but maybe he just thinks it's going to be empty because no one's going to live there. Who would look for him there? It's the best place to hide. That's no, true. I'm not saying it's it's not the dumbest thing I've heard in a video game. I'll tell you that right now. That's fucking for true. But I'm just curious as to why would it still be a crime scene? <sighs> Who the hell knows? Also, we just glossed over the fact that a car out of nowhere just tried to ram him in the, on the escape of the jail. Yeah. And he doesn't know why. So he takes the guy's wallet and he finds out who the guy is. <gasps> and I know we're going to talk about it in a second, but I love the reason. It's so good. It's so good. Go ahead. So in this apartment, you find new clothes. You change because you can't be running around in fucking prison garb. And you're like, well, we go. We got to go to Chinatown. We got to talk to Fat Chow for information about this silk guy. Great name. Because I, I guess... Fat Chow would have information about some random guy he didn't even know. You go down there. You fight Fat Chow. He gives you information about where Silt is. So you find Silt. And you're asking Silt questions. You're like, all right, why the fuck you run me down? He's like, well, because they told me to run down anyone who wasn't the fucking... What the hell is that guy's name? Tattoo. Tattoo. So why? Why would why would that be the thing? It could have been anyone. It was a prison riot. Anyone could have found their way out that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why would you give the order to be like, run over anyone that isn't fucking tattoo? Why wouldn't they just be like, hey, there might be other people coming through too. Just ignore them. Because they're like, you're just there to pick up tattoo. Yeah. 
fuck your car up if you don't see tattoo right Which away. Which is fine. I understand you're just there to get tattoo, but why do you have to murder anyone who's not tattooed? Yeah, why even turn on your headlights and just, just leave yeah, it just alone? Yeah, just sit there. Just yeah. sit there. Whatever. That's, I just thought that was silly. It is but, really silly. So, in the middle of the questioning, Silk gets shot. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Who's this? Oh, it's an assassin. Of course it is. And her name is Eve Adams. And she tells, she tells Slate, oh, I, I could tell you who that one-eyed purple hair guy was from back in the fucking, the guy who framed you. He was an assassin as well. So, good thing you caught me here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is. She's an assassin. He was an assassin. They know each other through assassin channels. Kind of like the John Wick universe. Yeah. I was thinking of like Bullet Train or No More Heroes. They all yeah, I was thinking exactly like No More Heroes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely in the No More Heroes universe. So, you're like, okay, cool. Can we be friends? She's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go fight Fat Chow. So, you go fight him, him and all his goons with Eve. And she, after everyone's dead, she's like, here, here's my card. Call me sometime. And she just bounces. So you're like, oh. But like, yeah. Th- this is definitely, it felt like to me she was saying, hey, let's go on a date and maybe murder people together. Oh, yeah. She was like. like that was applied, right? Yeah. She was all about it. She's like, I like you. You're a good killer. Well, I mean, assassins do like killing people. They do like Yeah, but like, kill. do you bring your work on dates? You know what I mean? Like. If I was a killer. Maybe. This is a sexy profession. Right? <laughs> Please See right Mr. and Mrs. World. Smith, right? <laughs> Almost as much as accountants. <laughs> Anyway, you're like, oh, well, there's only one thing I can do now. I'm going to go visit my father's grave. <laughs> I don't. Okay. So you're out there on the seven month anniversary and it, you're like, oh, here comes Hildy. Oh, why is she here? <laughs> what the fuck is she doing here at seven months? Maybe it was his birthday or something. I don't know. Seven months later, randomly, she just happens to walk by. Yeah. I get it. It's a little. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't have a job now because you kind of fucked that up at the strip club. And well, you know. she kind of did it. She's like, hey, I'll be distracted. You can go do this. Yeah. Well, he did kill everybody who owned it, I guess. Well, I don't have a job. My second thing is hanging out in graveyards. <laughs> she's like, yeah, well, your dad, he was digging up dirt on the mayor, you know, for his opponent in the upcoming election, this Exner lady. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then you get attacked by some fucking assholes and clown masks. I just throw helicopter clowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they happen to have a lot of police vehicles at their disposal. Mm, sounds like clowns, right? <laughs> oh, snap. You got Good that one. right. Got him. So you call Eve to stop uh, an assassination attempt on the one Gloria Exner. Because you're like, oh, I heard about this assassination attempt. Yeah, during the debate. Yeah, it's going to happen during the debate, so we got to go there and stuff. So a shitload of assassins are going to go after Exner. Actually, I think you call Eve, and then she's like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, we got to stop that because this is bigger than us. So you're like, okay. Although it's not. You just want to find out who's trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. But somehow you get get a hold of a chopper. the, The chopper is flying you around, and you're shooting people and saving Gloria's life while she can run around. And defuse bombs. So you're like, okay, do that for a while. All the bombs are defused. And then Eve all of a sudden gets fucking murked by Patch, who was the guy, the one-eyed guy with the purple hair. Yeah, did not see that coming. Yeah. No, just out of nowhere. Names definitely aren't made by Suda in this one either. No, Patch. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Seriously. Patch. 
So you're like, oh, fuck you, man. I'm going to chase you. Oh, I'm going to fucking get you, bro. So you chase him around. He's He tries to escape in a limo. You end up shooting it down. Shooting. Shooting it. And it explodes, flips over. Patch is dead before you can interrogate him. So you're like, fuck. Well, I'll take his pager, I guess, in case someone ever tries to get a hold of him. Even though they probably know he's dead because this will be on the news and shit. So were people... No, people were not using pagers in 2004. Shit, maybe they were. Yeah. Probably not everybody had a phone then. Well, probably... That had to be like late pager days, though, Yeah, right? it was near the end, yeah. I think it would be more for shady people, like drug dealers and assassins. They were always more for shady people. Shady well, people I'm just and saying. Doctors. Yeah, yeah. But these people wouldn't really be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call you on a cell phone because... Nobody wants that. Oh, yeah. 2004 was definitely like, holy shit, you have, you still have a pager? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those were definitely those days. No, he's a page. Oh, you have a pager. Can I get drugs? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that too. So, you kill him, blah, blah, blah. Then you find out there's a bunch of people trying to bomb Exner again. You're like, what the fuck, man? She just wants to run for mayor. What's the big deal? So, you end up saving her life. And you're like, I got some questions for you, lady. You got some splaining to do. So she tells you, your dad never got to give her the information he was uncovering. Because whoever he was uncovering the information for, the mayor, had him killed. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's great. So you get nothing out of that, but you save her life. And then later on, you get a page on Patch's pager. And you go to a meeting. And you meet this guy named Gopher. And you kill him. Or he gets killed. Oh, yeah, you fight him to the death, and you get injured during the fight. Shot in the shoulder or something. And you're like, ah, shit, I got to go to Hildy's new job. She's working at a restaurant. I'm going to go there. She can patch me up. She knows how to do that shit for some reason. So you do. Okay. And, oh, shit, who's this Diggs guy? (laughs) Diggs. Okay, yeah, she, uh, he's he's like some security guy. Rafshoon Diggs shows up. Yeah, yeah, he just shows up there. I guess Hildy and Hildy and Jack know him as like an, he's like an underground criminal. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. They don't like know him, know him, but they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's got a reputation around here. We know him. We know you, your name goes around town. Yeah. Yeah. So he shows up. He knocks you both out. This is a fucking classic knockout wake up thing. You wake up mm-hmm. in chains and there's a another criminal mastermind here named Fahook. Mm-hmm. He's a major crime lord, one of the biggest in the city. Big deal. And he's got you chained upside down, and he's he's interrogating you. You're not answering any questions because you're a tough guy. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just leave you hanging there for a while. I'll let my lackey weigh on you. Yeah. I did think this was a pretty cool moment when your, your like screen comes back to, but you realize you're upside down hanging. I know it's been used in like movies and stuff. and Yeah. But yeah, it was all right. Last of Us did it, but it was a nice little immersion moment. Yeah. So then you're Upside down, bound, and fucking Shadow shows up out of nowhere. And you're like, Shadow, go hit the escape button. (laughs) So he pushes something, you go down, you get out of the fucking chains. Okay. And you're like, okay, well, what's going on here? And you you end up finding out that there's trucks full of gold. And you figure that's what this is all about. That's a weird pivot. It's a weird pivot. Yeah, right? it is, but yeah. Oh yeah, because you were just you just saw a truck driver coming at you, and you're like, oh shit! And then he got in a crash, and you're like, that's a bunch of gold that spilled out. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned into like uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. He's like, there's a bunch of trucks full of gold. <laughs> Dude, awesome. That's a great movie. <laughs> it so is. And you're like, oh, that must be what this is all about. And then you end up running into Tattoo, and you're like, oh, they got prisoners working here too. 
So you end up beating them up, tattooing his gang. So he, Mayor, mayor Pinnacle, he's the mayor, turns out there's a bogus subway plans he had the city pay for so he could dig up gold that they found that was left over from the original gold rush of when the town was founded. It's all under the city, so they're using this, and they're using prisoner labor to do all the digging, get the gold out. Okay, so here's my question, which I don't quite understand. So it, uh, from what I understand, it was Glitter City. It was a gold rush town. Something happened. Uh, or no, no. Oh, that's right. It was like a technology thing. Like, they didn't have the technology to get to this certain gold. Oh, they didn't know there was I a just lot of gold? They didn't know. That they thought the vein had dried yeah, up. Yeah, I thought they figured it was over. I thought I heard Or they couldn't dig low enough or something. I don't know. Yeah, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, at some point... Like, it was a real thing that there was gold under the town, and then it turned into just a, a legend that, oh, what you hear? There's gold under that town. And then nowadays, they're like, no, seriously, there is gold. We need to dig in and yeah. get it out. Yeah. My question is, how did that thread get to them today with the right tools and people to do it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm not, like, saying you got to answer Maybe they me. were actually... They might have actually been digging for a subway and ran into some gold, and the mayor's like, well, let's fucking just do all this, you know? It's a good point. Yeah. Who knows? They don't really go into it. Maybe they do if they play the game, but not in the movie I watched. Either way, this whole thing's about gold now. Yeah. Now it's about gold under the city. It was always about gold. Yeah. True. (laughs) It was always about gold. (laughs) You got it. So you decide, I'm going back to the prison that was shut down because after I escaped, there was a fucking riot and all that jazz. So they shut down the prison to make, to cement over the holes and so nobody can escape again. Blah, blah, blah. You get there. You run into Diggs again. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to fucking kill you. Kill him. And then you run into the mayor. And you're like, well, I got I got some shit to talk to you about, Mr. Mayor Pinnacle. You got to explain yourself, Mr. Mayor, because you killed my dad. Start talking. Yeah. He's like, well, I confirm your suspicions. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. Hennessy, the chief of police, is actually blackmailing everybody. And what? also has a hand in the gold. <gasps> he also killed your dad. And he killed your dad. <laughs> yeah, Chief Hennessy's really the dick in this story. Yeah. So the mayor's like, well, instead of killing me, why don't we just team up? I'll give you a pardon if you help me take down Hennessy. So you can be free again. You know what I mean? And he's like, I mean, yeah, that's, let's deal. Win, 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 win for you, right? Yeah. You kill the guy that killed your dad and you get off? I mean, come on. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Yeah. He's like, you just got to take it. down Hennessy, steal his files, and make sure they don't get out. And you're like, yeah, sure. Whatever, man. So you're walking around and you see clown masks in Hennessy's office or whatever. And you're like, mm-hmm. you put two and two together. You're like, oh, fucking clowns were cops, man. They were all Hennessy's boys the whole time. Dirty cops. I fucking knew it. <laughs> yep. So you get the files from Hennessy, all the evidence, and you decide, I'm going to give it to Exner instead because I don't like this mayor and she's going to do the right thing. She's going to take them all down. And I can get out of here. I can disappear. Right. So you take it to her. And she's like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to. Oh, wait. No. You do take it to her. And Hildy is there. And Hildy kills Exner. <gasps> what? Because Hildy's like. Why? Hildy's like, dude, I lost my job at the strip club. I lost my do- job with your dad. You fucked up my shit at the restaurant by me- having me sew you back together in the back room. It was very strange. And I need money. I love it. It's like, I need to get my paper. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. So she's like, Fahook's paying a lot of money for this information. 
and you can't blame me, right? And you're like, no, really, I can't. But I will follow you to Fahook because I know he's going to fuck you over. <laughs> Bitch. You don't tell her well, that. Well, he doesn't say that out loud, <laughs> no. but he has, he has the inner monologue in the game. Yeah, where he's so. like, you know, she's she's a dead one. Yep, going to just go ahead and follow this one until it leads me to Fahook. So he follows her car. She ends up going to an Air Force base. Sure. Why wouldn't he? Because be that's there? where they're taking all the gold and flying it out of there. So, Hildy hands over the all the paperwork, everything. The files. The files. There you go. To Fahook. And Fahook's like, oh, great. Good shit. Mayor Dickhead comes in and kills her. He's like, well, fuck her. We have the files now. This is all the information we need. We got the files. We don't need any more witnesses. Yeah. Bam. There goes Hildy. And Jack's Kinda like, no good. Tragic character. Oh, very, yeah. She gets fucked over in this. She just keeps getting fucked over, and she's <laughs> like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm getting mine. I'm going with the paying job. I'm going to start stealing and shooting people, and I'm dead now. Yeah, and, you know, Jack's like, I've seen it a thousand times, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, every week. Happens every week. <laughs> so Jack gets pissed off. He's like, I'm going to kill the fucking mayor. Boom, kills the mayor. Mm-hmm. And he hears a plane starting up or whatever. And then you have a boss fight with Shadraka and Mishaka, who were Fahook's right hand, left hand, well, first in charge women or whatever. He was always seen with them. They were always by his side. The, the ninja bodyguards, yes. I guess? Yes, there you go, ninja bodyguards. Yeah, that's perfect. Never spoke, just badasses in the background. Yep. So Fahook sends them this fight. Yeah, you beat them up, you kill them. And Fahook's on a plane. And you're like, okay, I'm going to escape this warehouse Right as it blows up and this plane is going to start taking off. So I'll jump on this motorcycle and I will go as fast as I can to the plane. I will shoot this motorcycle behind me and the explosion will propel me into the plane. Yeah, you got a nade jump. A nade jump. Thank nade. you. Exactly. Classic nade jump. Very just cause of this game. Yeah, it's pretty wild, but it works for Jack. Nade jump always works. Never seen it not. So he gets on the plane, starts killing all the, the goons on the plane. He gets to Fahook, and Fahook's like, well, I'm fucked. I just sh- I just shot <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so he shoots the pilot, and he's like, well, fuck it. If I'm dead, you're dead. We're all dying here. And then he runs to the cargo bay where he can just jump out, and Jack's like, well, I've got to kill him before he jumps out because if he gets out with a parachute, he's... He's a free man, and I can't have that on my conscience. So you kill him, throw him out of the fucking plane. And, well, before you throw him out, I somehow in here, in this whole melee bullshit, you get the files back. And after Fahook's dead, you go back to the pilot who's barely alive, and he's like, yo, help me fucking crash land this plane. I'll tell you what to do. You run around the plane, do some shit, blah, blah, blah. Help him crash land it. But before right. before it crashes, you call a reporter named Kip Waterman, which you had his number. I don't know if he even comes up be- previously in the game. Maybe no, like- never mentioned fucking once. I checked. Like he, okay. you're just like, oh yeah. By the way, I gave the files to Kip Kip Waterman. Kip Waterman. And we're all like, fucking who? Like my reporter friend, because I'm a cop. Yeah, I call this guy, and I'm like, Kip, I'm gonna make a fucking crash landing. It's like us calling Kim Bell. Yes. Be there or be square. So you get there. Of course, Jack's the only one who survives the crash. You get the info to Kip and you're like, 
dude, get this on the air as fast as you can. But the only thing I want you to do is tell everyone I died. And he's like, dude, what is it? He's like, just fucking read it. It's Trust a bombshell. Me, it's the future of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And Kip's like, all right, well, the best I can do is 10 o'clock tonight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an analog time. It's like, well, if we don't hit the fucking network news show, then it doesn't matter, man. We're yeah, not going to get it we're out. We're going to have to wait till tomorrow at 10 o'clock, and by then we'll all be dead. <laughs> oh, God, we could. We have to wait till the 11 o'clock news. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So you tell Kip to do all this shit, and you're like, you do that. I'm going to go kill fucking Hennessy, bro. Because this Hennessy dick, his name is Dick Hennessy. <laughs> Mentioning that now. Yeah. Yeah, well, so you're like, okay. You go kill Hennessy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you kill Hennessy eventually. And then there's just a, a news report where the he's talking about the feds are coming on the case. And then Jack starts talking. He's like, well, with all the major crime lords dead, there's going to be a power struggle in this city. And. I'm going to leave town because, you know, people think I'm dead and I've had enough of this shithole. And then, boom, roll credits. But what? during what? the credit scene. There's more? Yeah, Padre Jones or whatever. Preacher Man Jones, yes. Preacher Man Jones, the guy you helped out. When he helped you out, you told him, I'll get you back, bro. Just just wait. So during the credit scene, there's a scene where the Padre gets a, a letter in the mail, a package that has a bar gold and... The evidence that proves his innocence. and he, The evidence that proves Padres. Preacher Man Jones was innocent. Yes. Which means he's still going to be in jail for years. Yeah, yeah. With gold. So was that a file his that he stole from the dirty cop? Who knows? Yes, it's a file Hennessy had. Hennessy? Yeah. Was it just one of Hennessy's files? Just coincidentally, he was framed. Well... And then it was done by Hennessy or someone Hennessy knows, and he has the file about it. Yeah, you How get it. How would you keep records about that? Yeah, and why is it paper files? Where do you get all these paper files? It's Where do you buy those? Uh, yeah, but he didn't have that many. And why was if he was just taking the files of the gold and all the fucking murders and shit? Oh, it could have just been a murder that they pinned on the preacher. Well, yeah, no, okay. but I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's like the amount of files that Hennessy had could fill like one of those fucking like accordion like, things. <laughs> No, like one of those printer boxes, printer paper boxes. Yeah, like like, you, like, you, like a classic file box you see on like fucking movies and shit. Sure, and you think it's strange that with all this shit going on that we just talked about that dealt with fucking Slate and his dad and all this stuff just happened to also have the evidence that proved that Jones was completely innocent. Unless Jones might have that's, told that's, you something in prison. That's not the most unbelievable thing in this. Yeah, story, that's right? really not unbelievable. The most unbelievable thing is he didn't do another grenade jump. <laughs> I think we need to land this. It's coming in hard. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crashing like the plane in the game. Boom. Beautiful. Done. That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. I had fun. Oh, yeah, that's neat. I didn't. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move into final <laughs> thoughts. Well, since scientists had the most fun here. I think scientists had the most fun. Yeah, let's have scientists go first. That sounds fun. All right, yeah, fucking name, man. All right, well, uh, Dutch Scientist. Mm-hmm. Did watching this video make you want to play this 
Gem. <laughs> I wanted to say gem, and I was like, nope, got to go past that. Make you want to play this banger. Mm-hmm. Did the story work for you, or do you think it was a bunch of... Coat hangers. Coat hangers, sure. <laughs> uh, what score out of 27 sorrows would you give this banger? I wouldn't play it, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, the story worked for me. Meh. It just seems like another Max Payne type game. It is. And, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I kind of like that that it was, uh, you know, we're doing this all for gold and there was a gold vein under the thing and we set up this whole subway plan to mine the gold <laughs> secretly. They, they were just like, we're going to set up the subway plan so the taxpayers pay for our gold. Right. Like they I'll wouldn't even it. spend their own money to steal their own gold, which is probably worth way more than it costs to pull it out of the earth. Exactly. It was good. I liked that part of it. Yeah, it was pretty neat. thing I didn't like is every single other person in the game died except the, the journalist. Yeah, they sure did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Somehow everybody dies. Ah, it loses points. I gave it six stars. Get it out of my face. Does Shadow live? <laughs> Shadow lives forever. Okay. I consider that Shadow's you. still alive. All right. Six, huh? So you tell me, Papa Scotch. What did you think of this story? I'm not, doing, that, I'm not playing the that... game. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Did this video make you want to play this story? Okay. You can even go with Gem. The story Gem. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Was the story good or did it have a couple blem? Issues. Perfect. And out of 27 stars, how many would you give this mem? Perfect. Um, did Do I want to play it? I don't know. Probably not, but maybe, kind of. I feel like I missed my window. I feel like if I knew this existed at that time, I would have played it, but I didn't. Yeah, so. in 2004, it would have been fun to play. Absolutely. But right now, probably not. Uh, did the story work for me? I want to take a moment. And pull back to a term we talked about last week. It's called ludonarrative. <laughs> you can't just fucking push this in everywhere. I, I can do it. I can do whatever I want. I, I don't even think it applies here. I want to talk about bio recombination. It does. <laughs> because think about this game from the perspective of anyone who isn't Jack. Jack They're is all dead. a what fucking does it matter? psycho. He is a bad police officer. Yeah, but... Yeah, he He's really like, is. my dad's dead. I'm going to go start capping everybody. <laughs> Fair this, is a, this is a cop that has lost his goddamn mind. I don't think they make any illusions that he's not that scumbaggy. This is Michael Douglas's character in Fallen, but as a police officer. Just murdering everybody. Bio-recombinated as a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ludonarrative dissonance, as has been discussed. Anyway. So uh, hopefully when we go on break, he forgets that. <laughs> uh, the story I felt it was a little ridiculous, but it was never really meant. It didn't take itself seriously. It just was a ridiculous, hard-boiled narrative to go around and murder people using a dog to also murder people. Also, I thought it was really fun that when the dog murders yeah, someone, it that. would grab their weapon and take it back to you, and you'd get more ammo. That's fun. That's just fun. That's pretty neat. It's a good gameplay mechanic. So uh. Score out of 27 stars. Uh, it was fine. It was a mafia type story, you know, going up the chain of command, figuring out who killed whomever. Nothing we haven't seen before. Definitely not the worst version of it. So I'm going to go ahead and give it seven stars. <laughs> just so, like, it's just so hard average. You know it what is I mean? very like, average. But uh, let's see what the man of the hour says, Sir Chumpslap. What's up, bro? Did watching this video make you want to play this gem? 
beautiful. Did the story work for you, or was it a total lem? In nice. What score out of twenty-seven stars do you think you'd give this gem? It gem it. Flem. Flem. Blemish. Blemish. Just to answer the questions. <laughs> All right, we Let's we drug this along. out long enough. Fucking a. Sure did. Did the story work for me? Oh wait, would I play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Did the story work for me? <sighs> On a basic level, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. it's a revenge story. It's not a noir, fucking who done it anything. Because mm-hmm. you find out who done it pretty fucking quickly, and you're just trying to get it back. You just want to kill people. You kill mayors. You kill the mayor and the person who's running against the mayor. This election must have been pretty fucking soon. Right. <laughs> like this town is, this city's fucked. They're not in a great place. They got no. nothing. They don't have a chief of police. They don't have mayors. <laughs> no, the the whole command structure is gone. <laughs> and basically, your entire underground crime syndicate. Yeah, gone. all the leaders Dude, from the this underground. This is chaos. You're right. Both power structures are in shambles. He says as much at the end. He's like, "Is going to be a power." By struggle. the way, both those power structures in shambles with a prison riot on top of it. Because why not? Yeah. Let's throw that in there, too. And the prison's just been closed down, so. Oh, man. Wild shit going on in fucking. Sorry. We, we're going to pour one out for the citizens of Grant City. Yeah, please. But, yeah. It's a wild story. It was fun. There's a dog, buddy. There was bullet time, which, I don't know. That annoys me sometimes. Yeah, but it was it was the style of the time, you know? It was. Just the video I watched made it look way too easy. He had an yeah, auto really 45, did. and then he just hit bullet time, wall in the air, killed three people. That's how you play the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, because their bullets did take a lot of damage. <laughs> anyway, that's gameplay. It doesn't matter. So, in all, this game is dead average, perfectly normal. I'll just, I'll have to give it an eight, just like I do every other fucking regular ass, regular regular game. That is your average score, like written out, quantified. But that gives us a total score of 21 for Dead to Rights. Mm, not terrible. To give you an idea of where that stands with the rest of our stuff, we gave Disaster Report a 21. Oh, so much better than this game. Eh, I don't know. Uh, so I'd say it's exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. You got it. We gave Banjo-Kazooie a score of 19. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then if you guys remember way back in August, we gave the Journeyman Project a 21 as well. I do remember that one. That was interesting. All right, yeah, perfect. Well, there you go. If we got nothing else to say, then let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chump. No. I knew he was going to say it. Somehow yeah. in my head, I knew he was going <laughs> to say it. You made him say yeah, it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was psychically projected. I'm like, he's going to say Sir Chump's lot. You may have some sort of power over me, sir. <laughs> I, I just felt the what... flow going that way. Yeah, fair. Damn it. Right. Dr. Scientist, <laughs> classic 90s album, Lock of the Way. The lock is rock and the rock is lock. Yeah, this is the 90s now. Every week for this week and next week, we ask Dr. <laughs> Scientist for a guaranteed 90s album banger, and he hasn't let us down, and he will not let us down for the rest of the year. I'm calling it already. I'm calling it early. He won't let us down. No, he can't at this point. This week... Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? We got an album released on June 4th, 1993. I am so weak with the early 90s. Okay. Um, All right. You don't have to guess right now. No, let's hear something about it. 
if you get it out of the date, that's I'm trying to get crazy. my brain going, you know. Right. I'm trying the to album okay. cover is actually a collage of two different colors, cover or pictures, actually. One of the pictures is a couple of 1930s Southern racists mocking the press after their acquittal by an all-white jury for murder. And the other picture is a picture of a 1944 Auschwitz picture of two guard dogs. Damn. It is a metaphor for how hate can spread by simple conversation. This sounds deep. 1993, you say? Mm-hmm. 1993 with dogs. I'm just trying to think of who you haven't picked yet. Ah. It is, it, I, bet, I bet it's rock. <laughs> All right. Um, I am going to guess... Uh, Bad religion recipe for hate. Oh, got it. Oh, shit. Damn it. Chump slap got it. <laughs> it's all right. Now you're I dead was not tied. My, According to last week when you were up, not one. in that wheelhouse. Uh, I just remembered the dogs and I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, you haven't done a Bad Religion album yet? No. Nah, man. Huh. I'll be damned. But it is a great album. Oh, yeah. It's classic, dude. Listen to it. Every song's a banger. You better bleep out my name there. <laughs> it's always the Bad Religion album. I'm like, that album's not that great. And then I look at the tracks, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's really good. Yeah, It's real good. It's got yeah. Recipe for Hate, Kerosene, American Jesus. <sighs> Don't Pray on Me is one of my favorites. Skyscraper. Recipe for Hate's just so my good. Poor it has me. Kerosene and Skyscraper. I love Skyscraper. That's mm-hmm. a great jam. That's classic, too. Yeah. But anyway, that will then take us to Chump Slaps, Who Would Win in a Fight? I remembered this time. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we ask Chump Slap 3 who would win the fight questions, and one from the game we just talked about, one from gaming in general, and one from history and or celebrity. This week, for the game, um, I don't fucking know. Let's say, let's relive Everybody's a scenario. Dead. Yeah, yeah, everyone's dead. Let's relive a scenario. Let's say Hildy got to fight the mayor, but it was a fair fight. It wasn't a sneaky show up behind him and shoot Hildy in the back. Yeah, we're we talking with guns or just... Fist just or baseball fucking rounds. dukes throwing dukes and small arms so anything under a switchblade there's no way the mayor wouldn't beat her ass he's a big fucking dude he was pretty big he's just well he, he was constantly smoking a stogie though too but no he's gonna fucking whoop that hildy's ass no no problem man yeah because i would say she would beat him but then in the game you actually boss fighted fought him and he was huge, and he was doing Funny. that 80s that 80s video game thing of the bigger the boss, the more strong they are. Yeah, yeah. So, I think you're right. Yeah, I think, I think The mayor's definitely. got it. Yeah. Okay, so then from gaming in general, I pulled this fight. Uh, it's been in the back pocket for a while. You need to think about it for a sec. All right. But who would win the fight between one of the velociraptors from Dino Crisis versus a liquor from Resident Evil 2? The well, liquor being that thing that crawls out on the, the little floors things. and has the huge, yeah. like, tongue. I think of Velo- Ah, oh, shit. Brain exposed. Yeah, I think a Velociraptor would take it. Because the liquor, what's it going to do? Like, wrap its tongue around a Velociraptor? Well, I mean, the liquor can also go around walls and onto ceilings. Like, it's got... Yeah, but what does, it have to, what does it have to fight with? Uh, its tongue and its talons. But a Velociraptor's got claws on its feet and hands. And it's... And Big fucking mouth. Yeah. I think it's definitely got it. Because the Velociraptor also had some type of skin over its brain <laughs> and a skull. You know what I mean? It didn't have an exposed brain. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I I think it's a real fair fight until you think about the exposed brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, think, I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I think so. There you go. Velociraptor. So this one from Celebrity, 
Who do you think would win in a fight between Steve Carell and Steve Colbert? Oh, Steve and Steven. Yep. That was Who a great got? segment. It was. <laughs> no! Yeah! No! <laughs> uh, Steve Carell being from, I think, outside of Boston, somewhere in Massachusetts. Uh, from The Daily Show. <laughs> nice. And then Steve Colbert is from D.C. The Daily Show. I'd have to go with Steve Carell. You don't think? I think Colbert's taller. I think he's got a longer reach. I'm trying to fucking picture Corral. But Steve Colbert is like, I think he's a flailer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Steve Carell stays tight. I think Carell would be the then... flailer. I think he'd be like. I figured he'd be like a small, like, oh, what's his yes, name? Yes, yes. More protect, 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 and wait for that opening, you know? Yeah, wait for the big guy to wind himself, you know? I actually don't Hobbit think either of them is much of a fighter. But... No, yeah. This is like last week's. Jesus. Uh, I'll just go with Corral. Fuck it, because okay. Colbert, I don't know. He's a pussy. Okay, there you go. Well, uh, say someone had some other thoughts about uh, how Steve Carell doesn't even know judo like Steve Colbert does, and they wrote a bunch of, I don't know, fucking fan fiction about the Stevens. Where would they send that to, Sir Chumpslap? Well, send it to plytime at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear your stories about even Stevens fighting. That'd be great. <laughs> There you go. And if uh, they want to get to us faster on the socials with more swearing, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Ply Time on Instagram and Twitter and stop by the Reddit and join the conversations and have a picture of me winning an Uno tournament in prison. <laughs> Which happened. It did, actually. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and uh, I felt like you left that one a little short, so I'm going to say go ahead and throw Elmo back there. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make mine realistic. Mo on the shitter behind him. I was trying to be. Real- okay. I wanted a, a, a picture of my past. Elmo wasn't on the shitter behind you. No. Oh, well, felt like he was. Anyway, <laughs> you can also go ahead and go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. Really helps us out. Or go ahead to plottytime.com to chase you to our eBay storefront where you can buy shit with our names on it. It's great. Other than that, let's go ahead and close this one out. Let's just say shout out to Blaine JJ, shout out to Drago the Slago, shout out to Handman, shout out to Louise Guzman. More importantly, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.